0: This is On and Off Your Mac podcast, episode six. Fierce kindness, be a positive force for change. My name is Erica, and I'm your host. For this episode, I sat down with Melanie Salvatore-August. Melanie is a yoga teacher, teacher trainer, author and activist. We've met a few years back when I did my 300 hour as she was part of the court of teachers. And I felt a strong connection to her teachings back then, so I decided to pick up some of her books. Today we're meeting to talk about her second book, you might have guessed it, called Fierce Kindness, Be a Positive Force for Change. Mel has graciously offered to give out two copies of her book to you guys, so as you go on to iTunes and write a review for the podcast or for the episode, you will automatically enter our giveaway. I'll give you all the details at the end of the show and announce the winner of last giveaway. So that's it for now, take a listen and I hope you enjoy. Hi, Melanie. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: I got Melanie's book, Fierce Kindness, Be a Positive Force for Change, a while ago, and I really enjoyed it. So I wanted to sit down with her and chat about it. To get us started, could you tell us what's the concept of fierce kindness? What does that mean to you?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, it's multi-level because it's definitely a a way of conducting life, Mm -hmm. right? So as a way of life, I'm going to... uh, have enough power and fierceness to stop myself when I'm spinning in a negative spiral. Sure. Right. Um, And I'm going to get out of my own situation and reach out and help others. So I'm going to do both those things at the same time. So that's my personal kind of revolution. And it's also become something that um, is, I don't know, is a society, the fierce kind of society. I don't know. Like a a movement of sorts, a movement of sorts that we've put a name to it. This is what it is. And, uh, and it, it may not always look soft and juicy. Sometimes it's intense. That's why there's a fierce aspect. Mm-hmm. A exactly. Yeah, because it. yeah. it's hard to get yourself on track.
0: Mm-hmm. So what in life brought you to want to be passionate or want to talk about that subject or be passionate about kindness or the fierce aspect behind kindness? Can you tell us a bit more about yourself so we get to know you? Of
1: course, um, I feel like it's happened very organically, so it's not a part like a intention. Okay, here I'm going to share this, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it it came out through shifting my own life. You know, after after years and different um, aspects of learning that I could pause my reaction to things, that I could redirect myself, and yogic studies, and also just just like really, I'm a super practical person. And it's like, okay, hey, that worked. Oh, okay. I'm going to do that again. Uh Right. Or, Hey, remember that worked. Why don't you try that? You know, stop what you're doing. Um, so it happened over time. And then I really found it a powerful tool when working when I was pregnant and with other pregnant women Mm -hmm. and it started to crystallize that This was There was something that um, was worth sharing, right? That actually had its own kind of tangible aspect to it. Mm -hmm. And it started to move into all levels of my teaching. Um, And I teach yoga and I taught other things years back, but that's my main uh, focus. Uh, My main platform of sharing heart, because that's what I really see it as.
2: Yeah,
1: Um, It's just, you know, the modality. And uh, so it, it came naturally and, and then um, who now a dear friend, Lisa McGinnis, had come into one of my yoga classes and I talk a lot, you know, <laughs> I say it like, oh, to some that's wonderful to others, maybe not so much. Um, but I talk a lot in class. And so um, after class, she emailed me and said, hey, do you want to write a book? Wow. Uh, and I was kind of like, what? That doesn't happen. Publishers, don't just contact you and say you want to write a book. Um, But it did happen. And then we did kitchen yoga together. Mm -hmm, Um, Your first book. Yes, which was her idea, her mind baby. And then I brought my heart to it. And we collaborated. And then Fierce Kindness, I was like, well, I do have this other thing that I live.
0: Now that you're interested.
1: Yeah. yeah, You want to? And She's amazing. And she was totally game. Like, yeah, of course. So...
0: You had a first book already, but every book is a baby on its own. It's a process on its own. Absolutely. So, what did you learn from writing this book?
1: Well, uh, I'm always becoming, and it's always becoming. Like it it's there's to me, it feels like there's we're always in transition, and the the book, whatever went to print, um, has its value, and there's been a progression since then. So it's not the end of the conversation. It's not the only conversation. It's just one moment of that conversation. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that uh, love and heart and progress has its own timing. And that might be different than what me as, you know, Melanie is like, I'm going to make this happen, whatever that is, or I'm going to help maybe, and maybe not in ways that I ever imagined. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. so if we come back to what you were explaining about what is fierce kindness you talked about negative versus positive and how Mm -hmm. that shift is Mm -hmm. kind of the goal or a Mm -hmm. goal to have yeah sure um do you have any suggestion for people before they get the book because they will but in the meantime just to tease them a little bit how can they start shifting that inner conversation from Negative to something that's a bit more positive to start to see what it's about.
1: Um, well, I'll definitely share, um, and I I would like to also say that um, sometimes uh, negative or positive can be reduced, mm-hmm. right? Can be um, oh, that's so trite. Just put on a happy face. That's not at all, um, at least what I what I'm trying to express. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's that aspect of Possibility and fixed or um, what is being prompted out of fear, out of a belief that there is not enough, I am not enough and therefore there's scarcity mm-hmm. and thoughts, which then will breed actions out of that negative, which is scarcity, which is, uh, I call it a channel was a, was a, like a tuning of fear that's going to create a certain outcome Mm -hmm. and that's going to create uh, and magnetize more of that. And that the positive, um, which sometimes come out, comes out in many different ways. You know, I had a really passionate, beautiful, loving uh, conversation with my 11 year old yesterday and there was tears and it was not pretty. It there were no rainbows. Well, maybe a little bit at the end, but it was like snotting and like, Mm -hmm. Oh, And we definitely moved into that love channel, that space of possibility, that space of of cleared faith or hope. Or
2: mm-hmm.
1: so, um, so negative or positive, you know. Uh, in in my experience, it's the uh, conversation and ability to be able to listen to the thoughts. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's that that first humongous step that for me was like, stop, start, stop, start. Like, it, I am my thoughts, right? Like, it took me a really long time yeah. for that to move from being a theory, you are not your thoughts, to a integrated, effective, I'm able to shift myself situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say... <laughs> I'm probably slower than most, um, or (laughs) others, but maybe 30 years it took me to get from like, I'm not my thoughts, scratch, 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 to I'm not my thoughts. Yeah. And I I can feel it deep into me.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It takes a long time. I feel like I'm still in that for sure. Like I catch myself and I'm like, oh no, wait. Okay. (sighs) I'm not my thoughts, but it definitely doesn't come like a natural Mm -hmm. process. It's definitely Mm -hmm. a practice.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'll just talk about me, but I'm very conditioned to believe my own thoughts. I Mm -hmm. think they're quite good. You know, and then then I'm like, really? Until they're not. Really? Yeah, really. That's a really great way. It is hopeless, Mel. You're right. It's hopeless. You know, whatever, whatever, uh, fixed, not helpful, poisonous Mm -hmm. thought Mm -hmm. maybe going in there because it's had a groove. And then I can say, well, it's because I'm Italian. I'm not even really Italian. I'm American from Italian parents, right? That's because I'm Italian. It's because I'm Mm -hmm. from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, whatever it is. I'll I'll give it some kind of, it's not my accountability.
0: Yeah.
1: So the accountability is the number one aspect It's like, okay, I I really am uh, in charge. Yeah. Yes. It's a collaboration with God or universe, whatever you want to call it. Yes. And I can, I can take hold of this. Um, and for me, I'm a very physical person, right? I just, I, my body, it's, I have feelings, emotional, physical. So to start to really tune into what is my body saying, what does this feel like in my body? Mm -hmm. And, um, (laughs) I think my, my collective around me, when I say, you know, I just doesn't feel right in my belly. They just nod and go, okay, I get it. Or they're just being nice to me, right? But then out in, out in other pockets of the world that like, okay, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel right in her belly, therefore she's not going to do it. But that aspect, of it doesn't feel right, I'm not going to do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when I do, I'm always sorry. Like, I'm like, I knew it. So, you know, the accountability, I, I, I can shift. Um, I can hear. And part of the hearing is feeling. And then I can feel and then ask myself, is this from fear? Let me follow this all the way back. Where's the root of this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm not enough. I'm scared. I'm whatever. Too much. (laughs) I'm scared. There's not enough. I'm scared Mm -hmm. because you have it. Then I can't have it. And what would that mean for my life? So and then start to look at that and then not necessarily debate because I don't really like debating too much. I'd rather like <clears throat> share dessert and hang out and talk like like I don't want to get into any kind of fight. Um, so, yeah. People
0: start by listening. Then when they can listen and see that they're not their thoughts, they can be accountable for their thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then they look for that body connection, that intuition inner wisdom connection to listen to or ask himself, where is this coming from? And then from the answer, they can then decide to put actions or they can, where do we go from there? You have an answer. Uh Uh I'm sure in the book you're talking about after that, we're taking action to make changes in our life. So Uh other than those steps or those tools. Do you have any suggestion to help people to move from the thoughts to the action to put that more in practice? Absolutely.
1: Well, it's funny because when I hear you say listen, I'm like, absolutely, listen. But then that question, like, how do we listen?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How do we listen? The number one way to listen is to stop.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: As I hold my own mouth, stop talking, right? Stop talking, stop moving, stop doing, keep breathing,
2: <laughs>
1: right? Yeah. Um, another way to listen after we stop is just feel like, like feel my stomach feels like it's in a ball.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, my throat hurts. Mm, my upper left shoulder hurts. Like just feel mm-hmm. and acknowledge and then maybe write it down. I think journaling can be really depends on the person, of course,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but it, it it can be really helpful. So that's a way to listen. That's also an action though. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. As, as, you, as you start to an put it out also.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. It is. So those, all those tools immediately start to make change. Yeah. And, um, and they are tangible.
0: And the journaling for you is to see the pattern that comes again and again for you to address it better, or it's mm-hmm. just to put it out there and leave it.
1: I think it can be both. Um, I think it's an aspect of, again, it makes something tangible. So I can look at it and see it instead of it kind of going quickly through my head. And I don't know, um, you know, a game that my husband and I used to play years ago. And we still ask, like, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? What, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Right? No this you when you're in love (laughs) it's not that we're not in love it's a long time ago um (laughs) thankfully and uh so that aspect of like oh so you can see it because sometimes like what is the answer I don't know what I'm feeling
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know what I'm thinking it's too much it's coming at a lightning speed so that kind of um non-edited uh organic kind of like um stream of consciousness Mm -hmm. then you can stop it because there's no rush and be like oh look what you just said Everybody hates me. I'm a loser. Oh, my gosh. That's hard. You know? That's not true. My mom loves me. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. I mean, I'm being funny, but...
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> I hear that one person be like, really? I don't think my mom loves me. I'm like, okay. We're gonna, let's do a different example. Your dog. Your dog yeah. loves you. <laughs> you love you. I mean, that's what, the, that's what really we're coming to. So,
0: so from people playing with the tools because there's tons of tools in the book for people to play with. What's your hope? What are you hoping people will do when they finished the a book, they put it down, maybe put it again in their hands a few times more. But after that, what's, mm-hmm. what's your hope that can well, come out?
1: There's a, there's a, the dual aspect of the book, you know, we got tools for self, which most of the book is tools for self. And then there's, there's suggestions, little pokes of like, you know, you can go join, you know, what are you passionate about? Mm-hmm. What's happening in the world that, you know, is, is really um, hurting your heart and you want to help with?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, go, do, go do that. Now here's a list each day. Do this one thing and then explore this affirmation or mantra in yoga.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so to, even if they just pursue one of those, like join an organization that is making change know, it's already working on the very thing that you're super passionate about. That's already a life changer right Mm -hmm. there. Join. Now go. Right? Um, So I hope that there's at least one. Um, I've had one of the most amazing, I'll call it a compliment, but I don't know what else to call it, but uh, feedback, affirmation, Mm -hmm. is that I've had friends that I don't know um, friends that I know very little, you know, I'm just going to call them friends, right? Sure. Contact me and say, I pick up your book every night before I go to bed and I read just a little bit and I feel calmer. I feel connected into that space of love and source and it's helping me.
2: Mm.
1: And that's, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so. I guess I just hope for some, you know, if I can offer somebody some relief, because I feel, I, I have three little boys, we work hard, we have lots of normal everyday life stuff that, you know, makes us go, oh my God, it's hard, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Life's hard. Life, mm-hmm. uh huh. And inside, though, I hold this space of joyfulness. I can feel it tangibly. So to be able to share that and put my hand out and have any form of that Helping somebody else connect to their own space of love, um, to be any form of a bridge mm. is worth, you know, the, the paper, the time, the sure. whatever. And
0: you just mentioned your three kids. How does that translate um, to motherhood for you?
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It's, it's totally, what, what I will say is that motherhood is the most challenging thing I've ever done in my whole life, yeah. by far. Um, <laughs> weird things come out of my mouth or I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> where did that come from? I got to follow the root of that. Oh dear Lord, <laughs> you know, don't listen to what mommy just said. Okay, let me tell you, I was really connected into fear right there. And so then I said this, and that was a totally conditioned response. And all three of them kind of look at me glade, like, "Really, mom? (laughs) Can I go play video games? (laughs) Can I go outside?" Um, You know. So um, it's really challenging and uh, lovely, and it is the most important thing. Um, And sometimes, as my my second child will really funny say, "You're not furious kindness, mom." You're not furious kindness. And I'm like, it's fierce. (laughs) (laughs) And he knows what he's saying now. And I'm saying, I'm trying, buddy. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I'm trying. Um, So
0: you're trying. And I saw one of the things you do is you donate some of the books profit. And you created an organization around fierce kindness. Can you tell us a bit
1: about that? Absolutely. Um, so we give 5% of the profits to the ACLU right now. And what is that? And, um, oh, my goodness. Why can't I? I the ACLU, it's, it, oh, oh, it's so terrible that I can't tell you what every one of those. Um, you might have to, to, we might have to go look right now because we have to have the exact. Okay, you're doing it. I, I can hear you clicking. Forgive me, ACLU. I mean, I know American what you do. American Civil Liberties Union. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, what? there's so much injustice, right? And and so much what I would consider that bullying. So the ACLU is really important to both Lisa and I um, to to help those in our immediate American community who are not having a voice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, our 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 Black Lives Matter, our Me Too, um, and it's funny because maybe it's not funny. Um, you know, I, I pray for our and I am working in my own space to create positivity for our communities. And I don't necessarily always agree with what's happening in our um, government yeah. and the leadership. So I'll just nicely say that right after the election, we were like, OK, we, where are we going to put this money? And there's so many places, like I list mm-hmm. a ton of places in the back of the book, like you could take and join any of these because we, we checked those out. We were like, these people are good people. They're doing good stuff in the world for the animals, for the rivers, like good. Mm-hmm. But that was the space of um, wanting to help support justice. And um, yeah, yeah. So that's where our uh, donations going there.
0: Well, like a great choice. Um, I think you have
1: another book coming up. That's mm-hmm. soon. It's, po- it's like a postcard mm-hmm. book mm-hmm. Um, called "Sharing Fierce Kindness." Oh, so in links with so, uh Yeah, mm-hmm. So it's um, some of some of the more catchy or um, key concepts. There's one that says universal concepts or universal um, wisdom of fierce kindness, and they're in postcard form. So then they can start to spread out, and so you know I can go, I can write you and and uh, give you some inspiration and, and tell you I love you, and then send it. Oh, um, also, you could idea. send it to our our, our governments, our leaders, mm. mm-hmm. which I did do. I made a set of postcards and, and <clears throat> wrote about a few couple things.
0: That's amazing. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> so now we have we officially have a postcard book coming out. That that those can tap into.
0: Awesome. So for sure, I'll put I'll put all the links on the show notes. I'll put the ACLU. I'll put to your websites and your social. But in the meantime, if people want to know a bit more about you, about the book, where can they find it? Where to can find? Where can they find
1: okay. you? Okay. So the book's everywhere. Books are sold, which is super great. Um, and you can absolutely get it online. And I, there's an Audible version. It was. Awesome. It's my first time uh, being a book reader, and that was fun. Oh, you did it um, yourself—the mm-hmm, the voice. Yeah, oh, uh-huh. fun. so that's on Audible. So there's ways to to tap into it and get it. Um, yeah, and they can always feel free to just reach out to me. I'd love to hear people's experience, and mm-hmm. it's an honor and a privilege. Um, so you know, thank you for sharing it. I appreciate it.
0: My pleasure. Anything else you want to say before we finish this up? Did we cover all our bases today?
1: I uh, yeah. I mean, I think so. And I just want to say that you know, if whoever is listening. Um that there are a lot of really good people mm-hmm. in this world. And sometimes we get bombarded by the um, by the negative, mm-hmm. right. But there's so much more kindness, love, and positive. it's, it's everywhere. Um, like uh, <clears throat> Mr. Rogers, you know, look look for the look for the helpers, they're there mm-hmm. and step in and be a helper. Not only look for them, help them, and become one. So,
0: Well, thank you for being a helper yourself and sharing this beautiful thing with everybody else. And thank you for joining us today. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. We have other great guests coming up, so make sure to subscribe. Now, if you want to make my day and get your chance to win a copy of Mel's book, Fierce Kindness Be a Positive Force for Change, all you have to do is go on to iTunes and write a review. You'll have until next episode where I'll announce the winner. If you're new to iTunes review, check the show notes or go to my website at ericabelanger.com slash blog dash podcast. And I write my first name with a K. Now, last episode was supported by Atleta in their efforts to ignite a community of strong women who empower each other. The winner for that giveaway is user The Bro The Bro said... She had Emily Lee on a podcast who I just love. Heart, heart, heart. Thank you so much for your comment. Email me at erica.belanger at gmail.com and I'll send you your $75 shop card. See, it's that simple. Once again, thank you for joining us and until next time.